0: Who oh, knows politics. And so much more. A true connection to real New York on 77 WABC.
1: It's time for a Radio Royalty with James Golden and America's princess of policy, Princess Di. That's
0: right, ladies and gentlemen, she is here. Her Majesty, <laughs> the one, the only, our graciousness. Princess Di. And welcome, Princess Di, to the Friday edition. How are you this afternoon? I am so sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go on like these rants. I must sound like a crazy person right before you come on to,
1: you know? No, not at all. You're expressing the frustration of the righteous anger that all of us feel, and I so appreciate that you're doing that.
0: I mean, the idea that Hillary Clinton is going to stand up and say that anybody's giving aid and comfort to the Russians after she <laughs> colluded with them to try to take down President Trump, after she went over there with that stupid reset button, which didn't even work like a total made a total jackass of herself. And what the hell is Hillary? What is, and what is Hillary? I'm, I'm doing it again. I can't help it. What has this woman ever accomplished? Princess Di. What does she accomplish besides getting our diplomats killed over in Benghazi?
1: Well, she brought in a lot of China money that did a lot to change the trajectory of the elites from her reign in the 90s. And that Chinese money came in and is still influencing the decisions that are made at the very top. So I would say that's a great accomplishment on her part for corruption and corrupting the entire United States.
0: Oh, well, there you go. All right, I just want to get your take on what we're seeing in, in, in the Ukraine. I have been blown away by the courage, and this is what nationalism really is. It's not this ugly word that, that, that the Democrats use to try to smear those of us who love this country. When you see the national pride that some of these Ukrainians have and, and their willingness, to, it sounds like it's a cliche, but it's not because they're doing it. Their willingness to put their lives on the line for their country, this is courage, and, and and we're seeing this courage take place in real time. And at least that's my view of part of what's happening in the Ukraine. What, are, what are your thoughts about the uh, what's going on with Russia's invasion of the Ukraine?
1: Well, I agree with you. Those stories are very inspiring. However, caution must caution you that we are in the fog of war. And I think that we need to be skeptical of almost everything we're hearing. Not that these brave men did not do what we're hearing that they did. But you have to look at what's going on behind the scenes. And a lot of things are not what they appear. Interestingly enough, we've got no problem with the energy supply chain going with the uh, the gas pipeline their purchases in europe and other countries a lot of the talk which is anti-russian belies what the actions are on the part of many countries including our own did you know that russia is now the united states top source of imported gas 21 percent comes from russia and the second Closest is Canada with 17%. Saudi Arabia, we're only getting 3.7%. So we are talking big, and and Biden is putting on these kind of minor sanctions. Ukraine itself is not impressed with the sanctions. They're not really biting. Biden isn't sending any actual military or weapon help. So, you know, what they are saying is not matching what people all around the world are doing. So the got Europeans to don't. The
0: European Union doesn't seem to be doing anything about this. Diana, my take on this is, you know, look. I understand. First of all, it's disgraceful that we've gone from an energy uh, exporter back into a country dependent on foreign energy, and that happened yeah. in the space of Joe Biden's presidency. And people, one year, you one year. That's what Joe Biden did to America. Now. And uh,
1: I to remind you before you continue, Ukraine is the third rail of the deep state. You've got so much money being collected by American elites through Ukraine. Hello, Hunter Biden. Hello, Joe Biden. Hello. Why do you think the impeachment happened over a phone call where where basically President Trump said, hey, could you look into this corruption? There is much more behind the scenes and below the surface of what's going on between the United States and Ukraine, the United States and Russia, and Russia and Ukraine. We're getting partly the story, but we're not getting the whole story. So I agree. Let's be inspired by these brave soldiers, but also think of propaganda that everyone, including the United States, is throwing at us.
0: That is a hell of a take. And I will uh, take, take your words, uh, into consideration, and I mean it because that really does inspire some deep thinking. Uh, I would say, though, that regardless of what is going, this is a European problem. If the Russians are indeed if on the surface, this should be handled by Europe. The United States should not be putting any military personnel in the line of fire for this. This should be handled by the Europeans. Do you agree with that?
1: Well if it is as as it appears I mean that seems obvious I don't think there's any hunger amongst the American people to get involved in some long term dispute that's been going I have to tell you something my ancestors come from Kiev and so my great grandfather fled Kiev, which was then Russia, because he was being conscripted into the Russian army to go to Finland to 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 build an, a railroad. And he took his girlfriend at the time, who they were both teenagers, and ran. And the family story is the bullets were whizzing by their ears, and they escaped, and they came to America and made ties for a dollar a day. So my family has personal knowledge of this place was a mess in the 1890s and it's the same fight that's going on generation upon generation and all those old resentments are still fueling this and that never gets reported it never gets explained the historical background in the area of what what caused this And so the United States is looking at, you know, because you have no media explaining historical context of anything, you get a surface explanation, Russia bad, Ukraine good, and then everyone is supposed to. I think that that is the plan on the Democrat side. They are expecting a rally around the flag you know, improvement in Joe Biden's political fortunes.
0: Well, I saw one article that said this has bolstered Joe Biden. I'm saying, why? How do you figure that? He looks weak and inept, like he's always been, weak and inept.
1: Because historically, 100% of the time when our country fought a battle, the American people have rallied behind it. It's called the rally around the flag effect. And they are expecting that. It's not going to happen. This is going to be the exception to the historical rule because people are not on board with this, you know, going. I mean, people made a decision during the Trump administration, I think, and before that this whole sending our boys and women to fight foreign wars was a, a dead end. It hadn't brought the freedom and, you know, unicorns and flowers that we were promised anywhere. It made things worse. And I think the American people collectively decided that, hey, we need to pull in. We need to concentrate on our borders, our security, our economy. And that is, I think, that is unknown by the insiders in Washington who are making these decisions with the expectation that the politics are quite different than they actually are. Well, they'll find out.
0: All right, we're we going to put off some of the stories I wanted to talk with you about today until tomorrow, until you join us on our Saturday radio extravaganza. But I do want to ask you about one thing. And that's the second big story today, which is Biden finally, ho-hum, ho-hum, nominated the black woman that he promised to nominate to the Supreme Court. It's like it's going to make a real big difference. It's one liberal replacing another liberal. And unless liberals take over the court, I don't see the big deal. I don't care. It's just like, whatever. Another liberal goes to the Supreme Court to replace another liberal. Now, what am I missing? Because usually when I talk to you, I'm missing something. So what am I missing?
1: agree with you. I think that, you know, know, 100% agree with you. And, you know, the retirement of Justice Breyer was forced on them. I think they're worried that if Breyer retired in his normal time, it would be under a Republican president in, in, you know, come 2024. I think that they were so panicked about it that they forced the retirement and and they got to keep this out. If you look at this as a chess move, they didn't lose any pieces. They only have three but then of course they have the swing voters (laughs) of john roberts (laughs) yes and so you'll have you know one and sometimes two will vote with the with the liberal justices but other than that you know on paper nothing has changed and you know it is historic i think that is something to be Uh, noted Yeah, whatever but I know well, it's like so you know, whatever
0: it's, it's, i'm so tired of this i made history because i'm the black that did this i mean you're not making history you're a damn liberal just like the other liberals there's no history being made here i'm sorry
1: okay well i do think you have to note the history and then okay move on to we the got next a black liberal because-
0: who's related to speaker paul ryan
1: yeah on the supreme court to me that's interesting because he's the one who's basically gone to bat for her along the way of her career because it is a by marriage. Her husband is twin to someone married to somebody in Ryan's family, poor Ryan. And so, anytime she came up for a, a confirmation vote, he always spoke for her. So, to me, that is very damning recommendation <laughs> because I don't trust him farther than I can throw him. So that means, you know, she is an establishment leftist, and we know what to expect from them. You know,
0: Diana, I can't wait till the day when America gets to. To the point where somebody black or somebody white or somebody Asian or somebody, whoever you are, can be elected, nominated to something and all they talk about is whether they're qualified or not, or whether they're not, what color they are, what gender they are. That stuff just so wears on me. I'm just so yes, tired I, I, of it.
1: I think that is the ideal We're all yearning for that day. And it is possible. It really is. But of course we have to get rid of, all of the left is in power right now, and I don't mean get rid of other than winning elections. That's it.
0: All right. Princess Di, Diane and me, thank you for your words of wisdom. And, and I'm especially um, taking what you said to heart, that there is more to the story in Ukraine than we're seeing and, the, and to provide the historical context. I'm going to – I've asked, by the way, if Condi Rice can join us any time because she was an expert on this region, and I'd love to hear what she thinks. But I'm going to try to search out someone that understands Ukrainian and Russian history and maybe just do a podcast on that because I'd like to know myself what the history is there. Good idea. Very good
1: idea. And tomorrow, can we talk about some of the amazing things that have been said on the left about this issue? I've got a collection of quotes from the Biden administration and NATO and the U.N. that just will knock your socks off. And I'd love to go through those with you.
0: We'll do it tomorrow. All right. Thanks. Princess Di, ladies and gentlemen, this is James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, with you here on WABC. Coming back, your calls coming up. And we do have some New York news, including our safe subways at it again. Don't go away. Right back.